Hello there. Our letter for today is O and our word for today is osmotic communication. Big word, important word as it relates to agile. Let's talk about what's the definition of osmotic communication and then I'll just break it down and put it in plain English. See if you can pick up on its translation in our common vernacular as I read through this definition. Osmotic communication is when people are working close together, both physically and temporally. There exists an opportunity for what Cockburn calls osmotic communication. Indirect information transfer through overhearing conversations or simply noticing things happening around you. Osmotic communication can often be beneficial. You can subconsciously pick up valuable information about your coworker, client, or management. Osmotic communication can often be harmful, particularly if another group of people is being rowdy near you or if you're picking up false rumors such as about management. So, that is in a nutshell what's known as osmotic communication. Now, my translation, it's called eavesdropping. And as a lot of you know, in Agile, there's a big justification for co-located groups. You all being in one central open area, uh, whether it's what we used to call a bullpen, where our desks surrounded a, a central shared area, or a war room, where we all sat around a long table in a conference room. These were co-location for the purpose of us being able to informally and quickly talk and start conversations. And whether you were directly involved in the conversation or not, you could and should and were encouraged to eavesdrop. So that's really what osmotic communication is, just overhearing conversations. So as described here, and this is from a slide on osmotic communication in its generic sense by a uh, Dr. Jabal. Basically, it's giving you the pros and cons of osmotic communication. Well, in my experience of Agile, the overhearing is so that you are exposed to every phase of the planning and designing and even exposed to the thought process or the process of elimination that leads to certain decisions uh, that in, in the final results of what ends up getting built. So those are very strong positives. Now, the negative, which rightly so, we have to look at both sides. You can overhear things. You can take them out of context. You might not hear the whole conversation. But in that co-located environment, you again, because you're so close to people, you're working in the same, it talks about being close physically and temporally. What that means, you're working that, those same core hours. So you're there from beginning to end. And if you need clarification, you can just jump in. That's the, the part of the eavesdropping. 
you can inject yourself in a conversation if it if you show interest or you feel like um, it may in some way impact you either upstream or downstream so that's what osmotic communication is and that's how it relates to agile ultimately it, it said anyone on the team anyone that's sitting in that co-located area is a part of the conversation by default so no one can say hey butt out we're not talking to you you weren't included we won't have any of that because we want to encourage that open communication that transparency among core team members now in that open area in that bullpen you don't just have random people coming in and standing around or being a part of the conversation so that's not even the issue here Further, I, I looked to get more information on osmotic communications. It's in as I looked at both the, the pros and cons, one of the ones, which is a popular question, is around whether or not osmotic communication, how would that work or what's the impact if you're not co-located? And previously, again, the, the, the term of osmotic communication is being credited as being coined by, uh, you heard me say Cockburn, uh, those who don't know, uh, very uh, infamous in this field of methodologies and approach to software development is Alistair Cockburn. So if you want to read more or uh, find one of his books, that's Alistair Cockburn, and that's A-L-I. S-T-A-I-R and Cockburn, C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N. Just to acknowledge and cite our our sources for the origination of that word. And I'm on the projectmanagement.com website, and there's a discussion on the importance of osmotic communication and project development. Now, again, back to the other question, what if you have virtual teams and you're not co-located? Well, the author of this particular article first says that it's extremely hard for agile teams to be successful when they're not seated in the same room and working within the same time zone. Not that it's impossible, but it's extremely hard for them to be successful. What does that mean? There has to be an extra level of effort. That being said, that means that you need a very experienced scrum master and maybe even have scrum masters mirrored on at both locations. But ultimately, it can be done. And furthermore, you'd have to leverage various technologies. And I have another visual that I will share with you on our actual technologyexpresso.net website and also in our mobile app as one of the reference to this series. As you look at the spectrum of things that you can do to help build good communications, actually email is very low on the list. You want to do more uh, video conversations where it's as close as possible to a face-to-face conversation. Having microphones or conference lines open so that people can jump in and out. One of our teams had a dedicated laptop 
that someone could go and sit down and there it was almost like a doorbell and the people at the remote location would hear the doorbell and jump on the their equivalent of the laptop and the two could video face to face if they didn't have the answer they call other team members over so they could have spontaneous conversations okay so that's what you think about when you are trying to bridge remote teams and simulate as close as possible that kind of face-to-face communication. There's also several different types of tools online that simulate whiteboards where you, in different locations on different computers, can simulate the same as if you were writing on a shared whiteboard. These are tools that really encourage that real-time interaction. And once again, if you're doing this at your location where there's other people around you, they can invoke osmotic communication to eavesdrop on what you're sharing across the video. So they can pick up on things and even welcome them to join in on the conversation. Now, one last tip about osmotic communication sometimes you might break out into a conversation and maybe someone else that clearly needs to be involved maybe it's a tester maybe it's a topic about security they need to be involved but at this point in time they may not have the luxury of eavesdropping maybe they're preoccupied with something maybe they're away be careful about having conversations and not having the right people involved not even having them in the vicinity where they can eavesdrop and jump in or drop in if the topic turns to something that they can contribute to or at least should be aware of. Last but not least, if you are having that type of conversation and it's important to have it at this time and a key person isn't available to eavesdrop, next best thing, videotape it. On one team I worked on where we had a remote team, We would videotape some of those breakout conversations and then send it over to our remote team that was on a different time zone. And they set aside time, even before their stand-up, to make sure that they reviewed the video and would send back any comments or observations or thoughts or feedback as if they were part of eavesdropping on that conversation. So keep this in mind. And continue to look for creative ways to help build virtual teams. The key, and on this projectmanagement.com website, is making sure that if the team is working remote, that at least one time they've met face-to-face or even a few times. And in those times, make sure that they gel well together. Then, osmotic communication and or sharing of information will become natural to them. And they'll want to reach out to their other members. They'll keep and consider their other team members, even when not physically there. So, it's so easy when you haven't gelled or connected with other team members for it to be out of sight, out of mind. When you have a team that is gelling, they'll always be thinking of their other teammates and making sure that 
information is relayed accordingly. I encourage teams to use the phrase over communicate. Even if you think it's trivia or not important, communicate it anyway. Let them make the choice whether or not it's applicable or something that they need at this point in time. So, that was our letter O. Quite a strong word and worth considering in your future discussions with your team, both local and extended teams if they are if they, you're working among a virtual team. Hope you found this segment helpful. Continue to join us for our Agile Alphabet A to Z. Bye for now.